Energy. And <laughs> thank you, thank. <laughs> it's okay. It is the All morning right. time. Yeah, I I know, I know. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into it, and I'm gonna go ahead and let you go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Alex. Um, I'm from Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I graduated with a sales and marketing degree. I uh, I currently now will be a soccer coach and substitute teacher. But uh, my main passion is actually working and seeing energy. Um, energy is actually like all around us. And it can affect you and in every single way possible, whether it is uh, good or bad. So I'm going to talk about that with you guys today. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And hey, I salute you tremendous. So I did want to, I do want to ask you like what gravitated you more towards energy? Um, actually it's kind of a wild story. Um, I I was actually at a music festival in your home state in Alabama. Um, it's called a Hangout. Have you heard of it before? I never heard of. It. Oh wow! It's a a music festival that's in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Oh uh, yeah, I'm from the top of Alabama, so this all the way at the bottom of Alabama. Ah, very good. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, look into that music festival because it has more than it has like everything like edm alternative um indie music uh rock and roll uh rap so it's a really diverse yet a beautiful place to have a music festival gotcha so is it every year or is just once a year uh it is every year uh once a year gotcha gotcha after the, you know, after the podcast, I'm going to contact you for more details on it. Because I, like you said, it does sound tremendous. And I want to give it a try. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's one It's one of the best music festivals I've ever attended. So is it late? Is it in fall? Late fall? Oh, it happens in May. About mid-May, May 20th or something like that. Perfect. Yeah, it's, oh my God, it's amazing. It really is. And uh, they have, there's so much to do, like, afterwards. Because you have, you have, um, uh, like, the Gulf Shores right there. And then you could literally go to the the Alabama-Florida line. And then there's a, I think there's a, a bar that's actually called Florabama. So, like, half the, the bar is in Al- Alabama and the other half is in Florida. Wow. I just the whole state line. It's really cool. I'm gonna check it out for real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so you gonna what about your crazy story that happened? Oh yeah. So it was Sunday. It was, so it was like the last day of the festival. And we were seeing our favorite our favorite artist, his name is Grizz. And during that set, we were, there was about 12, 13 people in our friend group. And there was one person that we met at the festival just randomly, and she was like from Florida. But during this set, she starts to like um, sit down and like she's like in the fetal position. And then, like, all of our friends are, like, sta- or, like, jumping and dancing and smiling. And everyone's having an amazing time except for our one friend. And I ask her what's wrong. And she goes, I just feel better sitting down. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this sucks. So I was trying to think of a way that I could get her to, you know, not be this way. So a thought came to me, and I was just like, you know what? A ball, a ball of energy. So I started 
playing with this ball of energy like it was like a basketball. I started like kind of tossing it to one hand to the other. I even, I even tossed the ball up and like spun it on my finger. Um, I even started juggling it like a soccer ball, like on my thighs and my feet. And when the beat um, was about to build, I could feel it. And I told her, hey, get ready. And she was just like, huh? And I was like, here, get ready. She's like, okay. And then as soon as the beat was about to drop, I jumped up in the air. And then, like, I just threw this ball of energy at her so she could catch it. And when I threw it at her, and I see, like, this, like, you know, a big smile, like, come from her face and she, as she's still sitting down. And then, like, 20 seconds later, this girl gets up and then she just starts dancing and she's, like, dancing like she's, uh, like, learning how to swim. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> this girl is good to go. And she never sat back down for the rest of the show. So... My question for you, would that be like, like you said, you high on energy. So would that correlate more into meditation as well? Um, I guess in hindsight, you had to be pretty, um, I guess, like in the zone. Because like when you're in meditation, you're in that like one state of conscious of nothing, you know, the state of nothing. But when I was making that ball of energy, I was, you know, I was just doing, I wasn't really thinking about it. Cause like I knew I, like I sort of knew like what I already had to do, but I would, but I would go ahead and say like everything that I did was part of a meditation. Like, you know, people get um, like, people don't have time to sit down and meditate. So um, other ways you can meditate are like, going for a walk, uh, doing the dishes, doing chores, um, cleaning your car, uh, washing your car, or just sitting out in nature. There's so many different ways to meditate. But to answer your question, yeah, I'll go ahead and say yes. Got you, got you. Because I know lately you've been putting me onto a lot of different Ross cheap forms, and they've been helping. I remember the Last, I remember the one that you had sent me, and you had asked me if it worked, and I was just like, "Yeah, I feel <laughs> totally complete at peace." It was crazy, but at the same time, it was just like, "Yeah, meditation do exist." But a lot of people they don't. They say, "What would you like? What would be your uh, result or response to people that say, oh, I can't meditate'? I feel like it's not possible." It's always possible. It just depends on, you know, your willingness to do it. But you don't have, like, when people meditate, like, you don't have to be there for, you know, an hour or even, like, 20 minutes. You can do meditations where they're five minutes long. And it helps you, you know, be centered. It forgets about your your worries. And... It helps you, um, you know, be grounded and, uh, and connected with yourself more. And if people stopped and learned the benefits of meditation, you know, and see what it can actually do for them, it might it might change their minds a little bit more. Got you, got you. But anyone can do it, and even if it was even if it was like for two or three minutes, it's just the fact that you could get to the state of nothing, and you don't have to you know, think about or worry about anything because, um, you know, the more we think, you know, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote about that. So, so the more that we can try to feel like with our hearts, then the more, you know, love will actually come out instead of, you know, like your ego or at least your mind, either one of those two, because either, either or can come out and play. Got you, got you. Because I know the response that I mainly get when I tell people, like, they ask, how are you at that calm state? How are you always chill, laid back? I say, I meditate. And they'd be like, how can I? They'd be like, how do you meditate? 
And then I explain to them, they'd be like, well, I can't meditate. <laughs> I have ADHD. That'd be the, that's some of the responses. Yeah, they, you know, like they have to rearrange the, you know, like like the salt and pepper uh, makers on the table because they don't look right. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, mine is just continually uh, racing all the time. And I guess for people who would like tell me something like that is if you're like one way to meditate is to have like a very subtle background music, like elevator music, or if you're going to be like me, you could play some Bach or um, Baccarini, uh, Salieri or Mozart. If you really want to go old school, that, that, that shit always relaxes me. Um, or you could play like some uh, quiet dinner music as well or or if you want to go deeper play like uh, native african or uh, native american music or you could play african music or you can um do what buddhists do and they kind of they play with like gongs and like sound bowls so so if you're gonna tell me you have ADHD and you can't meditate, then meditate to music because then you're really not thinking. Then you're really just, you know, feeling out and um, enjoying yourself more instead of just, you know, being in a room with, you know, with, with nothing. (laughs) You're right about that. So is this with the response that you gave me, I, taking in the light so now when people ask uh how can i meditate i have adhd that's a perfect response right there (laughs) yeah thank you um there's you you can always find a way to meditate it's just and you also need a little discipline you have to have the want to do it the need to do it and if you can do that then it's just a tiny little stepping stone that will help you in life for when you have like bigger projects to tackle or, you know, or if life somehow is, you know, going wrong or even if it's going good, you know, like you, you always just like want to be able to remain calm and put love and light into any, anything. Okay. So I want to ask you, what was a time that meditation was most needed? You used it and you was like, wow, this is a complete transformation. Oh, wow. A time where I really needed it. Like, it was like a... It was like... It could have been a mental state to where you was going through a lot. It could have been a physical state. And then you just meditated. Like, everything around you, chaos. You meditated and then everything was, like, peaceful. What was a time like that? And what was your experience afterwards? So a story for me would be I was trying to open up my heart center, try to get that chakra, you know, flowing like a stream. Gotcha. And I felt I felt a block in there um, for some strange reason. And I was actually out to lunch with a cousin in uh, Washington, D.C. And he like went to the bathroom. And I just started meditating in in the restaurant and I felt my heart like opening up more and more. Like it almost felt like the gates of hell was like coming out of me. I, I I didn't think it was actually going to be like that. And as soon as I felt these gates about to open up and release me to the world of being like a free human being, I was kindly interrupted by uh, the waiters who had our um, appetizers. So even though I didn't um, complete the mission of unlocking my heart, the fact that I felt the power that you can do that and it just took like a little bit more um, determination even though I was in a weird spot to just sit down and meditate, I knew anything was possible after that. Gotcha, gotcha. Because you, wow. because when you do that, like you can help open up your your other chakras, like from 
the root sacral, solar, heart, throat, third eye, um, crown. And I haven't tried the, the other chakras, but the, we'll stick with the main seven if we will talk about any. Got you, got you. I'm still caught up on the part you said they felt like the gates ahead. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was pretty special. And don't get me wrong, I kind of still have the block to an extent, but it wasn't feeling as bad as it um, did last time. Because everything takes a little time and patience. So, but once you like realize it, you can move forward. Got you, got you. Because I know my, uh, let me see, what was a good time in meditation? It was about two years ago. Okay. It was like, I was just in the state to where everything was like caving in. I was driving down the road and I'm just like, man, like, I don't know. That, that could have been like the signs of a mental breakdown. I, I have no idea still to this day, but it was just like, I had to just, pull off the road. I had to get somewhere where I know I don't have to be driving or nothing like that. I just sat back. I turned on some calm and jazz, soothing jazz music and just started meditating. Like, after that, it was like, I'm pretty sure you'd have got this response before. It was like I had a high feeling afterwards. A hot feeling? A high feeling. Oh, a high feeling. Yeah, you feel, you feel like you got high on life. So it's just like after that, everything was all peaceful. I went on about my day, and it was, I'm pretty sure it was a whole lot of negative stuff trying to get in, but at the same time, it was just like I was still at that peace. So I was not bothered at all. And that's incredible. It really is. And the fact that you said that you had negative things like trying to get into you, um, I'll take that a step farther. Like when you wake up in the morning, uh, I suggest people to meditate for about, you know, five, 10 minutes, just get a little something in. And I, I tell people that you can protect like your energy field, like that's around you. So things um, that are good can come in and things that are bad can stay away. And the example that I tell them is like, have your pointer finger left or right hand kind of just out in front of your face, like maybe like a foot away and imagine like your favorite color. That's like coming from your heart and it goes like out to where your index finger is. And then it goes all the way around your body and you set your intention for protection. So that will help you feel the energies around you and how you're feeling on the inside um, in a more connected way. So I know I have one more question for you. Okay. For the people that's out there and they be like, how do you meditate? How do you, how do you meditate? Can you answer that question for them? Like, cause a lot of people, is it like you have to breathe? Is it like you have to go into that? Um, um, and it's not like that necessarily. Um, you can do that. Actually, the oming might help because that is a distraction um, for like everything else that is around you. And you are, um, you know, you're activating your, uh, your five senses. Well, except for smelling the <laughs> the ohms, but uh, like hearing yourself, um, uh, talking to yourself, and um, and then even seeing because like when you close your eyes and you can do ohms, like you might start to see some like crazy colors when you close your eyes. Um, but actually, I think the ohms might actually be the best thing to do because it, it tricks your mind into just recognizing just one thing and sometimes when people meditate like they 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 worry about millions of things so just the simple om can help your state um, of conscious just be one and even though it's not 
uh, the state of nothing, it's one of the closest things to it. And that's, that's a huge um, step in the right direction. All right. So could you tell us about your own experience? Cause I never had one. Okay. Um, so there's times where, you know, I can sit down and try to meditate, you know, in a room that's just super quiet. Sometimes it doesn't work. So I like to try to do anywhere from like three to five ohms. And it really, really relaxes your brain. It really, um, it relaxes like all the muscles like in your face and in your body. And it, it gets you really close to, um, Actually, it really gets you uh, connected to like the actual like spirit world too, because you're you're hearing yourself and they're hearing you, and sometimes you get an extra boost to get into the state of nothing, and it's not from you; it's from you know the outside world. Got you, got you. I know I had to get in a chart because. I never tried the um. I never tried it before. I'm just being real with you. Okay. Um. And there's and there's other ones you can do too. Like, uh, if you want to balance your seven chakras, uh, like you can look up online. There's there's a lot of different ones, but most of them will will remain the same. Maybe just a a few of the the seven might have like a different word for it, but every single chakra has like its own ohm, whether it's like lamb. Or it'd be like lam, or vom, or rom. And how I remember it, if like from the bottom up, it's like L V R, Y H, and O O. But you just, you know, but you think of it as lam, vom, rom, yam, ham, om, om. And then you just stretch out um, the ohm sound in each one. Got you, got you. Uh, hey, I do thank you tremendously on that because that's some um, definitely worth trying. Literally, for the people that will hear this, hey, before, like, you got two people literally sitting right here and telling you that meditation work for meditation experiences. Like, this the best feeling in the world. It is. And you and you can grow in that feeling, too. You, you know, it, it's like a drug, you know. Like, the more you do it, like, the more you might get um, used to it. But the longer that you, you can meditate, and it won't even help you just, like, in that moment like it'll help you um like like even minutes hours days months like afterwards because once you finally like get a groove um you might even start to see the outside world change a little bit once you finally um connect more um within yourself and not just to like mother nature or to uh the heavens because like once you can get inside yourself more that's like when the magic can uh, really start to come out. All right. So I know like with people that have, this just uh off the wall question, but with people that have addiction and stuff like that, does meditation help? Like say you're trying to quit smoking, say you're trying to quit drinking, does meditation help? Because they say in order to remove a bad habit, you have to replace it with another one. You absolutely can break any kind of habit with meditation, but it does take time and patience and, you know, the resilience in yourself to, to want to make the change, but, but anyone can. And if you're going to like, so if one is meditating right now and they had, um, like an opioid addiction, um, it might be a little bit hard for them at first because like, you know, they possibly could be thinking about that drug or the feeling that that drug gets them. 
and it might be hard for them to, you know, maintain concentration. But if they believe in themselves the most, then the change will happen. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, oh, so uh, if, I'm, oh, yeah. if I may add one more thing. Um, and, like, when they're thinking about it, um, there's a word that's called, um, like, transmutation, where you basically take, like, those, you know, running thoughts in your head and you try to, you know, just put them, you know, just, just try to, like, you know, get rid of it. Like, imagine in your mind, um, like, like, if you're thinking about the drug, um, think about the thought and putting it in a trash can and then you, like, rolling out the trash can to, um, like, your front lawn. And then you see the the garbage truck picking it up and just dumping it in there. Like using your imagination like to help you for your greater good will be one of the most important things one could ever learn. And I know you're supposed to be in a state of nothing when you meditate, but if you have bad thoughts like that, then think of a way that gets rid of bad thoughts. Like, um, even, like if you're going to start a bonfire, imagine that thought being like a twig. And you're just like putting it in there to, you know, to keep the fire going, you know, to keep to keep the party going because you don't want any bad thoughts. You know? I kid you like I didn't mean to interrupt, but I kid you not. It literally what happened the other day. It was like I was just sitting up. I started meditating because it was a whole lot of stuff in my mind. And literally with the things that I wanted removed. Yeah. I visualize it being put in the trash can. <laughs> the uh the, the trash uh the people that come and get the trash picked it up. They drove it to the waste facility, threw it in that pile. After they got burned, so I was just like, okay, I did that for about a good <laughs> thirty minutes, and then when I opened my eyes, just out of nowhere, I'm just like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. That's- like I felt that peace feeling all over. That's tremendous. I'm so happy that actually um, that that happened to you and and you kept going with it. You know, it wasn't just, you know, like those one or two thoughts and you even took it steps farther than I did. Like you actually saw it go into the waste facility and then either getting burned or, you know, smashed up and recycled and and into like those big, uh, you know, like rectangles of trash that they make. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. So I know I know I keep saying Okay, I got one more question, but this one is literally the last question. That's okay. Keep keep throwing questions at me. I don't mind. All right. So I wanted to ask you ask you, uh manifesting. Does meditation help with manifesting? Because I know there's something that a lot of people don't believe in. You have people that do believe in it. But I know a major key in that is patience. But I want you to go ahead and elaborate on that for me. So when we meditate, um, like I said earlier, it's usually about the state of nothing. But there's uh, there's guided meditations out there that will, you know, like sometimes like you're, like you're walking in a park or um, you're on a beach or sometimes you're in space. Um, and with that being said, like you can... Uh, manifest while meditation because if you're thinking about something you want um, like for me um, like last summer um, I started off really small with my manifestations like super small I was just like I would love to see a monarch butterfly like every single day this summer and I woke up every morning and I would think it and then I would like forget about it so imagine a vessel, like a blood vessel, like kind of filling up. And then as soon as you forget that thought, then it drains and it's completely emptied. And then that means it's out in the universe. And if you think about it again, then that thought comes back from the universe. It kind of goes back into you. So it doesn't really get put out there. But if you think it and then forget about it, then it'll happen later. So if you're thinking about it while you're meditating, because then after you're done, you're going to go about, you know, your life doing whatever you have to do. 
and then you'll be able to see it later on in the day. And I was able to do that with the uh, monarch butterfly basically every single day for an entire summer. Wow. Because I know, like, some people might be thinking, okay, if I do this and then I do it exactly step by step, they might go a whole, I'll say, week, then they're impatient, month, then they're impatient, then three months, then they're impatient. Then they just, like, they bringing it back to them, but at the same time, they're throwing it back out. So they're not giving it any time to manifest. Yeah, and it's hard because, you know, we want what we want, you know, and sometimes, you know, we're not patient with it. And, you know, and sometimes we really don't know how, you know, manifestation works. Well, well, sometimes people will not know. And, you know, and people have to know because it's, it's very, it's very, very possible to have anything you want manifest, but always make sure you have like, you know, the respect and peace and harmony that everything's going to work out because um, I'll tell you a story. So there was someone I knew, like they, they really wanted this job. Like it was like their dream job. They didn't care how they got it. They, they wanted it. And like two months later, um, this, my friend ended up getting this job, but they found out that one, one of the people who had that, uh, the previous job, um, she ended up uh, like passing away. She was an older lady, but she passed away and my friend got the job. So my friend got the job, but didn't necessarily get it in like the most positive, you know, positive light way. You know, like someone kind of had to, you know, be like on the, you know, on the, on the other side of, on, uh, well, basically on the other side of just bad and, you know, in the spirit world. So, gotcha, gotcha. so it's like, I got it, but not, but not in the best way possible. Like it didn't work out for everyone, you know? Yes. You right. Yeah. Cause every, everything happens for a reason. There's always, um, you know, a cause and effect. And there's usually always, um, a reaction to an action. Don't quote me on that. It might be wrong. But something like that. <laughs> yeah, you you're right. Either it's vice versa, it's either way, because a lot of people say every action has a reaction. Uh yeah, like you said, like it's all over the place. So Yeah. And you know, I know people that, you know, that were like either looking for jobs or they're just like, Oh, I'm looking for that perfect house. Like I know someone they're like, oh, I'm really looking for my, my next house. And they found this house and it was a great deal and everything was working out for them. And, you know, and they're like the perfect house is looking for me now in the most uh, respectful and peaceful way. And they found out that this one woman, like she literally bought this house like six months ago to be close to her grandchildren. But then, um, but then her children actually moved because uh, they got new jobs. So she ended up moving out with them and my buddy uh, got the house that he wanted, you know, in, in the, in the best way possible. Like it worked out like, like no one got hurt in the deal, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That, uh, it's, it's very important that you could do that because you don't want anyone, you know, to end up bad because, you know, something that you wanted in the universe had a, you know, the universe helped you make it happen. You know, but everyone, everyone was it. You know, in peace and in light for the the whole situation. All right. So for the future viewers that's listening, <laughs> with you, like I wanna, I wanna manif- manifest everything that I have on my vision board. Cause I mean, I just don't wanna say one thing out loud. So I'd rather manifest everything on the vision board. And to show that meditation, patience, all this stuff works. So what is a a good form of meditation I could work on to get all those things out there to the universe and just leave it be? Uh, the vision board is a wonderful idea. Um, having everything that you want, like written out, um, like for me, like the, like the perfect woman is looking for me now. 
and I write down all the things that I want, you know, in that woman. Um, like a perfect job is looking for me now, like with the like with the best pay, really good work, uh, not boring, really great people to work with. Um, you know, it you, like you pick one thing and then you try to think of like the little things with it. And and you can keep, you know, as long as you keep working at it, you know, it's it's not all of just asking and seeing it's, you know, working towards what you want as well and believing that you want it and and not just telling yourself or just telling you know you know the air around you if i'm going to call that the universe but you want to tell actual people because the universe will help you in mysterious ways um because like if you tell one person like your whole dream and you know and they're out in like i don't know california and, and, and they're talking to like three or four random people and then, you know, about something that has to deal with your dream. And then that, and then that person will be like, oh, wait, I know someone who kind of wants a lot of this, you know, and he's, and he works at it and he wants it. Um, and then they'll, they'll think of you and they'll contact you and say, hey, you know, here's an opportunity. Got you. Cause you, you write about that is weird how the universe works oh yeah <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> like they say everything happened for a reason and it'd be so unexpected like you can be sitting up you could be planning for that day to get up go to work after work pick up a piece on your way home and then call it a day yeah not knowing that's the day that uh you might get fired and then right after you get fired, okay, you like forget it. At least I'm gonna still get the piece. Favorite pizza place get closed down, so you just like, man, forget this. Then you end up going home. Next thing you know, when you get home, uh, the girl of your dreams at the doorsteps, and you just like, dang, all this to happen. Then you, hey, then after that, y'all go out for dinner. Then you know the uh, opportunity of a lifetime calls you. Like say for say for instance, in my shoes, like literally, an opportunity called. Hey, we want you to come and speak. So it's all about that's how it came up with pros only underdog because we all underdogs, truth be told. And oh, instead yeah. of worrying about nothing but the cons, put on some of the pros because it can be little things like okay, the pizza place did close down. I ain't going to lie to you. I'll be mad, too, because that's the best one in the city. Okay, you lost your job. You don't know. How you going to pay your bills? So, but another, when they say, I know you'd have heard it before. They say, when one door closes, another one opens up. Yep, wholeheartedly true. So that's how I see it being a lot of times. A lot of times with meditation, you might not know what you're meditating for. Or the energy that you're trying to bring in. You might be trying to get negative energy out. And that's always. I know a lot of people, Is it if this is true or not, they use incense. Like they burn the incense and stuff in the house. So does, what does, what is your take on it? Um, I mean, that very well can happen. Um, and sometimes like when we, when we want things and, it seems like everything is, you know, crumbling and you don't know what you're going to do and you feel hopeless. That's when, you know, that's when one of the times that, you know, manifesting or, you know, that miracle can happen because you're thinking, holy shit, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like really afraid. And you know, and that's that's when it's when you least expect it or if you're searching too hard, you know, like like you can ask and stuff. But like if you're if you're going to like leave your house and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go try to find the perfect woman or a perfect lady for me. It probably is not going to happen that day, you know, no matter like how much you tell yourself, because you're actively looking for it and you're not allowing it to happen, you know. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, like go, like just, you know, be yourself and yeah, basically just be yourself as much as you absolutely possibly can and, and things will happen because you don't want to think about the things that you're manifesting, you know, all the time. Like you have to allow it to, to build and create. Yeah. Got you. Did I answer? Because I know, yeah, you did pretty much. Cause I know, well, just throw it out there, you know, a little bit off topic, but the gentleman, the script, the gentleman guy may help some, it may not, but you should check it out. Okay. You know, I just had to throw that out there. You know, it might help some people, might not. So, oh, for sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. So it's just, you're right about all that. Cause I mean, I'm in the same, <laughs> I'm in the same boat right now. Like, I'm not out here looking for the perfect woman or anything like that. Like, I went ahead and just spoke it into the universe. So I'm going to be patient on that and let the universe take care of it. Yeah, hands down. So the universe knows what I want. So it's literally everything is coming together. I don't know if you could say the same right now, but everything is coming together slowly but surely. Um, I I can say the same. Um, my my situation is a little wonky because like I had to change my whole career because I was gonna be in sales and marketing, and then I was like. Man, I can't stand working at an office, sitting at a computer for eight hours a day. And I told myself, what truly makes me happy that I can actually do in life and feel like it's not work? And I thought I was thinking back to my roots and it was um, coaching soccer, playing soccer, um, teaching swimming lessons to kids when I was a lifeguard for seven years. And it was a. like those were beautiful things. Like I enjoyed being a kid. So I thought, wow, why not get paid, you know, to hang out with kids and help them, you know, uh, grow and learn and try to be themselves as much as possible. Cause you know, we're, I'm, I'm not going to get into it, but you know, the, the way that we were raised in schools, you know, just the, probably not the, the new norm that we want to continue on or well, not the norm that we want to continue on. We need something new. You're absolutely right about that. But I'm just throwing out there on the side note, like, your team going to be undefeated. Like, they're going to say, why is the record so good? They're going to be over that. They're going to be over that meditate before we ever game. <laughs> well, eh, <laughs> I wish it were that easy. But when it comes to sports, you know, we <clears> – I, I would have to train them a lot. And I – and I go to a school um, like where um, like we don't like you can grow up playing soccer, but like the competition is a little bit more scarce because like the uh, like where I'm from, like it kind of hurts like kids that are like trying to get into soccer as the ones that already have been playing like all their lives. And there's like private schools and Catholic schools that just get, you know, kids with money so that you know they can play travel soccer and premier league and all that jazz and it doesn't give kids who um who don't have a lot of money an opportunity like that so like and and when kids can play you know 300 days of the year while other kids can only play like 100 days of the year you know it it shows but um but we but with the meditation though you can help them at least see a vision you know, of them playing soccer and like them playing that position. And then like what happens like when they get the ball, because you have to know even before the ball arrives to you, you have to know what to do with it. And that's, that's one of the biggest things in soccer. So I would try to get them to meditate on that. Like them, you know, physically watching the game in their mind and how it's going out for them because if they can picture it, it, it can't happen. So but practice does make perfect too. <laughs> Can't deny that. So it's like visualizing techniques and fundamentals. Yes, a hundred percent. Hey, hey, you know I'm all for support. 
Oh yeah, that, that that's all you do. Well, and and help yourself, of course, which we all should do. <laughs> yeah, but sadly, it's a lot of people that don't want to. But I know this been this been a great first podcast. Like, believe it or not. So, uh, do you have any more? Do you have any questions for me? Um, yeah. Um, so everything that I taught you or uh, I uh, I talked about today, what what are the main things that um that you will take from this? It's more the um the manifesting because I'm especially with the vision board. I know this like a huge major thing. Mm-hmm. Being patient and meditating with music. You may not have ADHD, but maybe hey, that might help you out even more. You might be at a greater peace. And the most thing that stuck out the most, it was the part where you said you was in the restaurant and you started meditating. So it's just. <laughs> yeah, some. It, yeah, you can almost be anywhere and start meditating. Like, um, actually, I knew a story of. Okay, so like, there was like a one, one really old Greek woman and she was in an airport. And uh, there was like, you know, 200 people like waiting for the flight. And they found out like their flight got canceled. And there were so many people that were royally pissed off about that. People were screaming at the flight attendants. Um, They were screaming at the pilots. Like there was something wrong with the plane, so they couldn't do it. But for some reason, so many people got mad. But this Greek woman was just meditating. And she had like a smirk on her face. And she's just closing. She She has her eyes closed, just sitting there. And all of this chaos, and she's at peace. And one could probably guess, you know, why. Because it's just like, well, you know, I can't change anything. I'm not going to go fix the airplane. I'm not going to fix these people's moods. But I can fix myself. And the crazy thing was, um, the guy who pointed out the story was watching this Greek woman just meditate. Like, after, like, ten minutes, like everyone else started to like calm down like after a while. And, you know, I feel like if, you know, like when, when more and more people are growing together, you know, and getting angry, you know, that's usually never a great sign, but you had one woman who was putting her energy out there to try to make, you know, everything calm, maybe, you know, like on purpose or inadvertently, but you could change like a mood um, it's like wherever you're at. Cause like if someone sees you meditating, actually I got another story. I was, uh, I was caught meditating at a club one time because I didn't really want to be there. But this, <laughs> but, the, but this one woman like came up to me, she's like, are you meditating right now? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I am. She's like, oh my God. Like I absolutely love meditating. She started just like sitting down and talking to me and she's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm married and like my husband doesn't really like to meditate. So the fact that you're doing it here at a club in Chicago like, you know, it like warms my heart and I'm just sitting on a bench that was really cozy. And, you know, the fact that like she came, she came up to me and she felt, you know, very safe and, you know, like she wanted to start a conversation and I was like, okay, you know what, you know, this, this, this is happening for a reason. And she was asking me a few questions about it and I was able to help her. So, you know, I was helping myself by meditating and my you know, it helped someone else see me and it was able to help themselves. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's it's crazy how the world works. <laughs> With the power of meditation and pure energy, of course. Oh yeah, pure energy. Absolutely. It's one of the most beautiful things. And the crazy thing is... um You'll be able to feel the energy first. Well, I mean, it'll go it'll go hand in hand soon, but you'll be able to see energy and or feel energy. And then once you do that, your your life will begin to change. <laughs> and I'll let you guys experience that change. Everyone will have a different route, a different path. Not everyone's is going to be the same. But you still want to be able to hear those stories because something like that could possibly happen to you. 
and you're going to be like, shit, <laughs> that can't happen. The truth can literally be right in front of me. Literally, all we have to do is just take the time and be patient. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. You're so correct. So I know, uh, is there anything else you want to hit on? Uh, I believe that'll be it for me. I feel we covered a lot. And some people are going to be like, oh my God, my brain is going everywhere. But no, (laughs) that's, uh, you know, that's why we talk about everything that we have today. Just take everything slow. Like there's no, there's no real need to rush anything. You know, things will happen as long as you have what you want and you can write it down, um, speak it out into the air slash universe and then speak it out to, you know, your friends and family and, 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 uh, start to watch things change around you. Oh, one more thing, one more thing. It almost slipped my mind. But remember, it. remember the, uh, I can't remember word for word, but it was the burn thing that you went to. The burn thing I went to? Uh, oh, yes. The, oh, the sweat lodge. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. The sweat lodge. So I went to a sweat lodge and they did. Like, it was like an all-day ceremony. So, like, we spent the day, um, like, eating nuts and fruits of all kinds. And we did, like, rituals with, um, uh, like, like Native American rituals, like singing, uh, like singing tribe songs, um, putting, like, markings on our faces. Uh, it was a really cool experience. And uh, you basically go into this outdoor lodge that's made of like twigs and like either blankets or like a huge, like um, cloth that just um, covers the entire um, like teepee that you made with twigs. And then you make like a fire pit on the inside and then you make a fire pit on the outside and you put like 30, like huge, just rocks like from mother nature. And then you heat up all those rocks for like, you know, hours and then when you go inside, you put the rocks into the inside fire pit. And then that's when you start to get, um, you know, like a real, a real live sauna in your face. And you have to be in there for maybe like two or three hours. And you get some breaks. You can pour water on yourself. Um, the door will open so you can get cool air inside. But it, it sweats everything out of you. And it tames your ego. Because like your ego like for me was telling me get the fuck out of here why in the hell are you in this 200 degree room (laughs) like there is no reason to fucking be in here and like in my heart was just like shut the fuck up (laughs) we have to go through this this is for our this is for our greater good you know and and like you know you have to tame your ego and sweat lodge is a great way to do that or you could take it to the opposite end of the spectrum, and you can do an ice bath. Um, there's a guy out there. His name is Wim Hof, or Wim Hof, W-I-N-H, or O-F, or no, H-O-F-F. And he's a, like a 60, 70-year-old man who can, like, do the splits and, like, jump up in the air and do a flip, uh, like, just on the ground. And... He swears by these ice baths. So you basically fill a tub with ice and then you all the way until like your neck and you have to do it for at least two minutes and you see amazing health benefits as you do with the sweat lodge as well. But those are two things that help um, your body um, feel different and uh, grow and change. I know you was telling me about it. And I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't try it. That's- yeah, it's um, actually that's something you can manifest. You can be like, I want to meet the right people who do a sweat lodge in the most authentic way. That's like saying uh, an affirmation for yourself. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, do that. 
that that might that might help you because I don't know anyone in Alabama that'd be doing that because it's it's already hot as hell down there. <laughs> you right about that. <laughs> so like you know like when we do it up north, it's only you know like sixty seventy degrees and you could totally do the sweat lodge. You know like because if we if it was like ninety to hundred degrees out here and the humidity is stupid high, like catch me inside <laughs> on the couch in the AC. <laughs> Because, I mean, that's pretty much every day down here. <laughs> oh, man. Humid it's... and the sun out. If the sun ain't out, it's still hot and humid. Yeah. If, um, I mean, you might be able to do a, like a mini sweat lodge yourself. Like, if you can, um, I mean, like, if you can go running and maybe that heat and, like, you just feel yourself sweating, um, you know, at least, like, profu- profusively. You know, because, like, you want to get a lot of the the gunk that's in you. You know, you want to try and make yourself more pure and more clean. And sweating helps with that tons. So, like a detox. Yes, exactly that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that, that's a great analogy. Gotcha. So, I know, hey, if y'all tuning in... You have got some exquisite information. Like, this life lasting for real, for real. And I want to ask you, Alex, before we get off here, do you want to give out your Instagram or Twitter if you have one or your uh, means of contact through social media? Uh, Yeah, hit me up on Instagram. I am called the the Eternal Vibe Tribe. So T-H-E-E-E-T-E-R- uh, N-A-L, uh, V-I-B-E, uh, T-R-I-B-E, the Eternal Vibe Tribe. And I'm pretty much just a, a spiritual human being on that, um, posting a lot of quotes, a lot of cool random stuff that I like, and, and my stories are above and beyond because I like to share countless information that I think is just, you know, necessary, you know, for the world to see. So, well, one last quick story before we get out of here. I remember when I first followed you, and you followed me, and I had asked you those questions. I was like, can I learn from you? Like, where's... That, that, was, that was the first question you asked me. Not even like, hey, what's up? <laughs> or who are you? But can I learn from you? And I was like, damn, I like this dude already. Because I don't know anyone that would ever just randomly start a conversation like that. And... You like you instantly know, like this. This is a cool ass dude, hands down. It's just I, I didn't even contact you first. It was like I was going through your uh, posts. I think I got to like ten posts, and I was like, all right, all right, all right. Let me go in and taste it. <laughs> and um, and you are uh, um, friends with Sir, right? Yes. Yeah, and that's that's how we found each other, and. Shout out to that human being, because that that human being is uh, he's an angel and a saint. All right. And all and all he wants is for, you know, all he wants is love and peace and light in the world and trying to help people as much as he can. Like he goes above and beyond for people. He truly does. You're right about that. Just the manifestation, and as Sir say. Wow, it's just crazy how the most high work. Like the energy just coming all together and stuff like that. So major shout out to Sir. And major shout out to you as well, because you did come on. Oh wait, hang on, you broke up. Oh, I said some plane fly over me. I got you, got you. I say a major shout out to Sir. I say as he'll say, wow, this is crazy how the most high putting things together, forming things. And also a major shout out to you because you didn't have to come on here. So I truly do appreciate both of you. Yeah, and major shout out to you. I mean, you're gonna do amazing things with uh with this podcast and you're gonna interview 
such amazing people who are going to want to change the world and have effects on people, even in the slightest of ways, you know, like even if you could try to get someone to like make their bed in the morning or, you know, or start eating a vegetable or fruit, you know, like even small things like that to like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I can change my career. Like possibilities are endless. I can't, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future. Much respect. And I'm greatly thankful for it. So, Hey, you guys heard it here. This the first, very first podcast of Pros Only Underdog. And we had a tremendous first episode. So I hope you guys, I don't know if you can leave reviews and stuff on here. So I'm hoping if you can, then <laughs> leave a review, leave some comments on what you think of this and go ahead and subscribe to it. So. And I also want to thank Alex for coming on. And you guys go, you go back to it and follow him on Instagram because I'm telling you, this guy is literally filled with different types of meditation techniques and connecting with spiritual energy and everything. Like it's tremendous. So, and I wouldn't lie to you. So, any <laughs> anything else, Alex or? Um, no, um, actually I'll, I'll add one more thing. Uh, go out there and, uh, do a good deed for the day or do three good deeds for the day and, you know, watch, watch the, the trickle down effect of you helping someone else out into them helping someone else out. You know, we gotta do, we can do more for each other in this world. Hey, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so with that being said, Hey, I'll see you guys soon. And thanks for tuning in. Absolutely. Thank you again. Take care, Deontay. Uh, you as well. Peace.